When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The choice of a lawyer is important and shouldn't be based on an ad. If you're seriously hurt in an accident, you'll want all the money you deserve. That's called justice. But there wouldn't be lawyers if justice was easy. No, justice is not easy. It's fought for and it's won. At Brown and Crouppen, we fight for justice every day. If you want some, call 222-2222. Because at Brown and Crouppen, justice is our business. Sunshine, St. Louis. It's the Brown and Crouppen Morning After on KPN-TFM HD2, Collinsville, St. Louis. At the Morning After STL on YouTube and on TMASTL.com with Tim McKernan, Doug Vaughn, Iggy Strode, The Plowboy, and Action Jackson. 707 in St. Louis, you are listening to TMA, presented to you by Brown and Crouppen. Timothy Michael McKernan, Douglas Elvin Vaughn, Kenneth Iggy Strode, The Plowhawk, Action Jackson with you on the program. A program that wants you to be a part of it. By texting in the Jeff Lotman Compass Realty text inbox, 314-881-TMA5. Phone calls, phone calls, and more phone calls today. It's 636-9004-TMA. And email in for our design, air, heating, and cooling email the day, the morning after, at InsideSTL.com. And be what I would describe as a friend of the feather, Doug. Well, what do they have to call in about? What are they upset about Desiree Francois? Uh, De- what's Desiree Reed Francois? Yeah, uh, the they're blues, upset that she's leaving. Uh, the Blues uh, with a rough one yesterday in yeah. the matinee. Uh, the Cardinals could have had Brandon Woodruff. That was a surprising link, Jackson. Do you guys wear this story? No, it's news to me too, man. Uh, from SI.com, but that doesn't necessarily mean what it meant. Just six months ago, for that no. matter. Anybody no. writing for that thing anymore? Uh, there is no author listed on the story. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Old Nate Haggerty wrote this one. Oh, okay, Hags. You know Nate? Sure. No. Uh, he joined Inside the Cardinals as a content creator. Content <laughs> 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 No, what's that noise? That's me with a masturbatorial air gesture. Oh! Is that an upgrade? Everybody's a content creator. Upgrade if you Everybody's know. living in poverty. You go from SI to... There it is. Yes. Oh. I don't know how you get that job. No, what are you doing? Well, I create content. Is that right? How are you living? Off my parents. He joined as a content creator to spread knowledge about his favorite childhood team. He's a hometown native of Boston. A lot of Cardinal fans. Mm-hmm. Haggerty chose at an early age of six years old to follow the Cardinals. The miraculous season of the 04 Red Sox did not deter him from rooting against his hometown team, nor did it in 2013 against the Redbirds. How about Nate? He's hey. living in Boston... Sox Cardinals 04. Mm-hmm. A delight. Great series. Wonderful. And we'll then 13. Swept. That's your opinion. Well, so, it wasn't really opinion. That's what happened. <laughs> Mark Bellhorn off Pesky's Pool. Pool. Pesky's Pool. Yeah, so uh, Nate had this story. Has anybody seen this anywhere else about no. Brandon Woodruff? No. I haven't. I don't subscribe to Cardinal Insider. How old is he? SI.com. You talking about Talty or Haggerty? No. Man, Haggerty does sound like a new Talty, though. How about have, you, have you ever heard of a guy that just sounds like Talty in the baseball realm? 
Johnny Pesky's got to be 100 years old. Woodruff's only 31. He's a content creator. Yeah. yeah, he's got a sick and see. As the St. Louis Cardinals pitching staff begins to ramp up at spring training, fans can be hopeful that this upcoming season will have a different outcome. This time last year, the Cardinals' rotation looked very different. And President of Baseball Operations John Mazalak is looking forward to seeing how the rejuvenated arsenal performs. Since successfully retooling a rotation of three veteran starters, St. Louis has been inactive in the starting pitching market and has passed on a golden opportunity to add depth for the future. The latest missed opportunity comes at the hands of the division rival Milwaukee Brewers, who reportedly landed a two-year deal with right-handed pitcher Brandon Woodruff, according to the New York Post's John Heyman. Woodruff was non-tendered this offseason by Milwaukee and is expected to miss all at 24 due to shoulder surgery. Uh, Then he gives the stats. The Cardinals had a rare chance to secure a top-tier starting pitcher for 2025 by signing Woodruff to a two-year contract that could have been spread out in a cost-effective agreement. One season to rehab and the other to pitch, with former AL Cy Young runner-up Sarni Gray being locked in for the next three seasons, it would have been wise to land Woodruff as an investment for the future. Hopefully the Cardinals' lack of involvement in the starting pitching market since replenishing the rotation won't come back to bite them in the future. End of story. Well, I don't know if you want to pay a guy a lot of money not to play for you one out of the two years he's under contract. (laughs) But most of the time, if a pitcher is dealing with a shoulder issue, he comes back better than ever. No, almost never. That's usually the end of the I've got got different data then. So the Cardinals and 30 other teams missed on him? They missed on him because he's not even going to pitch this year. Yeah, how do you know he even wanted to come here? They even made him an offer, right? You say they missed on him. This Haggerty, he's really getting under my nerves. Let's go sign Clint Kershaw, too. He probably won't pitch until September. The Cardinal could have painted this so perfectly, too, of, you know, look, we get a a locker room guy, we get a veteran leader, and then the next year, he's only 32. Mm -hmm. Well, I can't say I blame him on this one for passing on this one. Yeah, I, I completely understand. You need pitchers to like actually be able to pitch. Yeah, otherwise they're not a whole lot of good to you. I don't. I I have to say, focusing on the story I just read. I I like here here's the headline, and I'm a big headline social media guy, mm-hmm. as you know, because I don't think it's played a role in manipulating the public. Cardinals missed chance to acquire highly touted ace at discounted price. Under the headline, St. Louis doesn't appear to be interested in bolstering the rotation. Huh. Not I'm, mentioning that this ace doesn't pitch. Yeah, and also, they also uh, didn't sign Steve Carlton this year. And they also He's available. It also didn't mention like what the the discount was. Like the Cardinals had a discount. I don't. I don't understand. This Haggerty. What if the discount? The that's what I'm saying. Players are discount. paying the fans, and that the discount. I guess it's a discount because he he got a two year contract, one of which he's not even going to pitch. So he doesn't make as much money as he otherwise would have made had he pitched. Yes. Instead of getting $20 million a year twice, he'll get probably $20 million once. You know, instead of a $40 million contract, maybe he got a $20 million contract. Well, well it's a huge mech. This team could have used the guy that done nothing. Mm. Instead yeah. of talking about a guy who's not going to pitch next year, why don't you shoot an article about... Uh... Trevor Bauer's still out there. Snell's still out there. Montgomery's still out there. Hey, talk about those guys. Why don't the Cardinals go after them? Well, Ricketts came out and talked about Bellinger's agent, Scott Boris, and he's like, yeah, I don't even mm. talk to him. Oh, really? 
Uh, was Chris Carpenter injured when the Cardinals first <laughs> signed him? Also, that story was the epitome of engagement farming. Mm. Oh, Jackson loves engagement farming. Yeah, yeah. Click bait. Whatever words you want to use, that offshoot of SI is an absolute clown show. Basement bloggers thirsty for yeah. whatever. Sadness, I guess. That's from Colts beat writer Brian Henschen, I wonder who's if not I, a fan of the new SI.com. I wonder if that's the way... Journalism will go in the future, where it'll be just kind of a hobby for people. You, you, it you probably should be. Yeah, it may be. Isn't it, it actually it has, now. It actually has yeah. been. Where I was going to say, isn't it already right now? I mean, not, no offense to like Derek Goulds and like Ben Freds, like don't guys, are, but don't, that's right. a very small sect of like what mm -hmm. you see on the internet in terms of sports writing. Right. So that's what SI is doing now. They're printing articles from Cardinal Insider. Yeah. Well, they were doing AI. Didn't they get caught doing some AI articles with some fake people? I think so. That's when you know. Because I, I guess it's guys who can just get a credential somehow through a once legitimate news source, go in there and call themselves a journalist, do it for fun, hang around a team once, talk to some players and managers, and then come up with an article and then move on about their day. Their vacation's over and then they go back to their other job. The that might job. be the way it's going. Well, we would recommend everybody go to the University of Missouri and major in journalism. Absolutely. If you want to get rich... If you want to live in poverty, you know, do something else. Become an engineer, a doctor, a lawyer. Do that. Good for you. But if you really want to hit it big and, you know, have a yacht by the time you're 30, you go into print journalism. Good for you for saying that. You got to go down there and speak today. <laughs> <laughs> they need you today more than ever, Doug. I don't, I don't know that they need me. They wouldn't want me. They would not want me. <laughs> how about I, those, how about they don't those, turn out journalists anymore. They turn out activists. How about those guys in the old days? I don't think these young kids nowadays even know how easy they have it. Bob Brigg, Bob Burns, those guys had to go back to the paper and type it up. They couldn't type it and fax it. They had typewriters at the stadiums. Yeah, but you still had to get the paper back there. You couldn't fax it. They didn't have faxes back then. You had no. to get it back to the newspaper somehow. I think they called in their stories a lot. They, they would write it and then get on the phone and read it to them. Yeah, really. And then someone on the other end would type it. That's more work than bringing it back to the station. Well, it does take work, but they didn't. What they didn't have to do was update a website every ten minutes. Now you just type. They didn't and take hit. videos of themselves. And they weren't competing against walk and talks. <laughs> I mean, John Talty was writing articles at fifteen. You didn't have that back in the day. There was less competition. Mm -hmm. Once you established yourself, then you were made in the sh like made. Yeah. People were out to get gotcha moments and. Find discrepancies in your article to, to drag you on social media. Like, I don't know. I feel like they were more respected. Obviously, I think they did a little bit better work, too, back then. Back then. Doug, if you want to be rich, just marry into it. That's what Mr. Licks did. That's from the Warson Woods Wacko. And so that is That's underway. That's probably the best way to do in it. In the early oh, going. The there are sure. 30 teams in Major League Baseball. Zero of them signed Trevor Bauer. But I guess this is the new guy you're going to bring up every day, like Chris Archer or Eduardo Rodriguez. That's from Midge or Madge. Well, Take your pick. It's Midge. Somebody, out somebody there, will. And I mentioned three other guys, too. He so did. Somebody will sign these guys. Oh, this isn't the Machado thing all over again. It's no. like, obviously, they're going to be on a team. It's like playing that game of chicken right now, and who's going to... Yeah. Do you think it really matters that they miss a couple days of pitchers practicing have you seen, first base on a bunt or have something? Have you seen Cardinal Spring training right now? It's just random... I mean, yeah, you had Sonny Gray out mm. there just kind of throwing some, you know, light bullpen sessions, and then Marmol doing, like, secret speeches... Mm -hmm. In secret the locker speeches. room. Did you not see that tweet no, from see a secret uh, Jeff Jones? It was hilarious. There was like a secret speech or 
you know, a, a, a player and manager only meeting in the locker room and the reporters asked about what it was and he's like, oh, I, I can't reveal that information, what was said in that locker room. Whoa. We're in February and it's already yeah. deceptive and <laughs> top secret. I guess there, there are some things you'd say to your employees that you wouldn't want everyone else to hear, though. Yeah, well, probably let's go have fun. It's February. I think they have that every year, though, during spring training. I don't mm-hmm. remember being this early, but they always have like a closed-door meeting at some point. Yeah, the first full time. The only player, yeah. according to Derek Gould, who spoke yesterday, was Paul Goldschmidt. Paulie G. I'm a carpenter. They're already tired of the media. Uh, Paul, as far as stood up and f- spoke to the team, Paul Goldschmidt, according to Derek Gould, the post dispatch yeah. this morning. It'd be funny if that's how they did it this year, is one guy stands up for the whole team every mm-hmm. press conference. Everybody leaves the locker room and just one... Entity. Yeah. Paul Goldschmidt and maybe it's Matt Carpenter one day. Mm. Get involved on the program. Jeff Lottman, text inbox 314-881-TMA5. That's how you can text in. And uh, it's just a heavy phone call show today. 636-9004-TMA. Email in for our design air heating and cooling email today, the morning after at InsideSTL.com. Right now, really a nice competition. I thought Buck Swope tied it yesterday. Jackson, was that bad math on my part? So he had one win. And oh, and he, now as, he's at two. As soon as he announced... You, you updated the standings. It was yeah. like CompU score in our standings. Yep, yep. that was a it's, wonderful it's like piece the, of equipment. The KMOV Sports Sox. Department. Mm-hmm. We should have a ticker in here. <laughs> uh, so Kevin Miller has the lead over Blueberry Pop Pop, Flocky the Smurf, and uh, Buck Swope by one goal. Design Air sponsor of our email today, the official HVAC provider of TMA and the Tim McKernan Show podcast. Work with Seth Goldcamp and Design Air Heating and Cooling. You know who uh, reached out to me yesterday? You would never guess, but initials? he's been affiliated with the show. DCOH. Desiree Reed Francois? No. Her brother. DCOH. Darnell Francois. David Klein of Hedonism. Oh. Oh, he reached out to me as well. About Design Air? Mm hmm. Oh, really? Wanted to make sure that that was the efficient sponsor. said, of course. The yeah, and so I uh, connected him with uh, the great Seth Goldcamp of Design Air Heating and Cooling. Online at designairservice.com. I do that when people reach out to me, but Seth always says, you know, I'm happy to, to work with them, but really, I, I might not be able to get in touch with them as quickly as they're going to designairservice.com. So go ahead and do that and work with the best, and that's Design Air, the official HVAC provider of TMA and the Tim McKernan Show. And I believe, Jackson, QFTA is is happening today. As long as it's happening for you. I don't know. I don't know if you want to work on Balloon Party a little longer today. <laughs> no, I'm good. We have a 1230 sound story with Rand. Oh, Lee. how happy does that make you, so Jackson? There is so an out. There's Rand. a hard out. There's nice. a hard oh, out. Oh, that makes you very happy. So we'll probably go 1125? Yeah, works for me. Yeah, studio will be free. Be how about good. that? Huh. Studio free at that point. Yep. All right. Can I read a question that I got for QFTA that I wanted to bring to the dais, and I don't want to prejudice the question? And, Doug, it actually comes from a real-life female. We're awfully busy, but I guess. Oh, no, I didn't put it. No, yeah, I did put it in the QFTA file. Here, here you go. And I'm not going to tell you who okay. this is, but uh, I think... Uh, Would we know her? I think so. Okay. I think not everybody, I, I don't think. I don't know. I don't, Doug, I don't know who no, knows who. who. could know? Who could, who could know? Hey, Tim. I heard you mention on TMA this morning, I received this yesterday, that QFTA is now the number three podcast at Hubbard, St. Louis. Congrats. My question is this. Could a significant increase in the popularity and therefore advertising revenue for your podcast translate to more resources for TMA? Obviously, the Tim McKernan Show doesn't cost as much to operate as TMA, so could the increase feed more dollars to be spent on future members of TMA, such as KG or the CAT? Just wondering if that is part of the thought process for 
moving to more frequent QFTA episodes, on top of it being the place where you have an opportunity to actually talk. Thanks. And I will not read the name, although I will share the name eventually. And, and, and I just wanted to put this out there and then see what the reaction of the dais is to that, to that question and see if I'm off. And by the way, I take no offense to anything that comes in to, for QFTA. So, Team or current at InsideSTL.com. So her thought is you're doing more QFTAs, which brings in more money, which could then hire somebody? Is that... Am I... Am I uh, I'll, I'll read it so I don't misstate. I didn't know if that was... My question is, this could a significant increase in the popularity and therefore advertising revenue for your okay. podcast translate to more resources for TMA? Obviously, the Tim McKernan show doesn't cost as much to operate as TMA, so could that increase feed more dollars to be spent on future members of TMA, such as KG or The Cat? Just wondering if that is part of the thought process for moving to more frequent QFT episodes on top of it being the place where you have an opportunity to actually talk. What does that mean? You yeah. actually talk. Does that mean I talk too much and you don't get to talk on the show? I'm guessing. We're going to get distracted could've, could've from been. the goal. Could have been. I think that was a subtle shot. Well, well I mean, this person didn't know that it was going to be read on TMA, where if it was a shot at anyone that the person would hear. I mean, it's me yeah. and Jackson usually just sitting here talking about erotic stories. We're just two guys, and as I mentioned mm-hmm. yesterday, I'm usually erect. Oh! Edge season. Is <laughs> edge season. February is edging. When season. do you start to... Yeah, how do you prepare for edging? I guess that's another question. Start right, start right <laughs> now. Yeah, somebody can email that in Team McKernan Inside SEAL. You read Nate Haggerty, and then you sit here with your mm. boys. Well, my, question, yeah. my question would be... Um, Jackson, can you just spit? No, I'm sorry. I took a uh, set out of my water <laughs> bottle, and I guess it was audible. Do you hear that audible. set? Do you I, like that? I didn't even hear it. Where are we going to put anybody? I guess Mike Five kind of works. We've already got five full-time people. How many more do you want <laughs> well, on that was day? My got question. a lot of bodies That was here. your question? That was my question. I mean, you have three hosts aboard up and a producer. <laughs> do you want four hosts aboard up, a producer, and then another guy that watches Jackson? Oh, 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 yeah, I'm not gonna. Oh, 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 oh. No, it's, not, it's nothing as KG, but oh, what would he do? That would have like everything to do against KG. He's not got dragged by no, a horse. He's a pit boss. He's a pit, pit boss. Yeah, my question pit boss would be, is the my question would be, what would he do? Watch the pit boss. The eye in the sky watches over us all. The dude just got dragged by a horse there. Or you could have. So that's what KG No Town's title would be. He would stand over Jackson. Pit boss. But what? Oh, okay. Does the okay. show have a pit boss? All right, no, you think that's a, people think that's a shot. People think that's a shot. more advertising dollars. <laughs> you think that's a shot? Okay, it's not a shot. Okay, how about KG Producers, and we have five hosts in here. I'm not a host. Jack, no, Jackson and Cat. We have five in here. Oh, yeah, don't put me And Plowsy and KG. Well, what resources do we need, really? That's just a waste of money. Oh, but what resources do we need? We don't. Is there ever enough is enough, maybe? Like, because I like KG. What he does for our socials and him filling in is huge. I would agree that, like, you know, we'd have to find an equal playing field. It would be hard. And for one, that mic would need some serious adjustment because it barely works. Yeah, we need a new studio. And too. we don't have a camera for a person in here. So if he's sitting in here and just kind of off in space. Could this emailer have been suggesting that some of the current members need to be replaced? laid off and replaced yeah. with more expensive yeah, so. talent? That one could be my next talk. I, don't, I don't think, I actually don't think that's what the, I really don't think. Again, because if you send it to me for QFTA, I just, I, I wanted to see if it resonated with the dais and then in part the audience, the TMA audience, like it did with me, Jackson, I'm going to go to you because I think you 
you know how I think most of the members of the day is in part because you have to sit there and listen to me word vomit for hours upon hours on QFTA. And we also get to share the battlefield that is 101 ESPN together. That's right. Uh, I guess just like from the question itself, I appreciate... How do you think I reacted to the question? Hmm. Uh, I, I think somewhat similar to me where you're somewhat appreciative that they're not saying, hey, hire KG, hire the cat, what the hell's wrong with you? Instead, like, cause and effect, like, understanding that to bring more people in, it costs money, therefore, there has to be more money brought in. So, at least from that perspective, if they're asking the question, they're doing it with, you know, that proper cause and effect as opposed to just, like, why aren't you hiring these guys, even though you don't run the station kind of thing. Right. Well, what were you about to say before I asked you that question? I'm sorry, I cut you off. Me? Yes. I was going to say exactly what I just Oh, okay. Said. I, thought, I thought you were going to no. say something else, and then nope. I said what... Oh, all good. We have worked at places where we were desperate for more resources, but where we are now, God, we've got everything you could possibly ask for, don't we? We've got cameras. Plowsy's got a new computer. We've got state... Oh, yeah, by the way, computer? it's is amazing. It, is it, wouldn't yeah. that come in while I was on vacation? Yeah, it's beautiful. And it's yeah, like, I thought seriously. the show didn't go on the air one day. Well, because of the board. Oh, the board. And that was yeah. the day after we fit, we changed the uh, computer out. So it could have been that issue. Ah, but since boo. then, it isn't a dream. It's a completely different. Wow, computer. really? So like yeah. drops are firing. Oh, it's like everything. Oh, God like bless Chris. America. It's beautiful. I just can't imagine what else we would ask for that we don't already have. No, I'm with you. I, I I'm with you, and I love like I. I love working with the I, cat. I, Hell, I worked with the cat for eight years, I think. Yeah. I mean, KG is a great resource to have as well. It's just, you need to find spaces for these, you know, people. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I'm, I think I'm with Doug. It's just, we have so much going on here. KG I, would be a great resource for our video element for sure, moving forward. And what he does on the socials is yeah. phenomenal. Yeah. I, I honestly do. don't know what you would go to the boss and say, we need more of fill in the blank. We need more people. I, no, I, no. I the think most we're popular, all happy. The most popular station, probably in St. Louis, without a doubt, is the Riz Show. They have five people on the show. Oh, and it's no question that they're the most popular. We have five people on the show. I, there's no there's no show here that has more than five people. I can't imagine there's many shows anywhere that has more than five people. None that I make the top 25. <laughs> the top biggest 20. shows in America. Oh, whatever the Barrett is, whatever number it is, top 20 or top 15. The Howard whatever. Stearns and the Colin Cowards and the Dan Patricks, they don't even have five. They've got what two or three. You're talking about national talent. I'm, I'm, no, I'm saying the best, what, what is considered the best shows out there, they don't have as many people as we have. Yeah, after well, a while, better than we are. I after mean, a while, it, you have too many voices. If you have seven or eight people in here talking, you couldn't tell. No one could get in a word edgewise. <laughs> That's the best. We should so, have eight people. You probably here. don't have the right people if you need seven or eight. Arbor Day gets to where I was thinking when I got the email, for the record, to circle back to why I decided. To, and I wanted to see if anybody was thinking the way I was, and I guess... Oh, well, I didn't want to say that oh, out loud. Okay. Well, all right. Well, so then, then go ahead and say it. And you, I'm, I'm not be, mad at the emailer, by the way. You'd be subsidizing just, a lot of other employees right. for your 15-hour like, day. Why is Which my tent the only one that gets sucked on? If I go do more work and create a new thing, why is it my responsibility to feed people? I'm tired of that. I just And why is it the expectation of the audience for me to do that? Did you say teat? Tit. Tit, it, tit, is, tit. it is true. A lot of MFers on my tit, and I'm tired of it, especially when I have two kids and a wife. It's just, I can't do it. I'm not going to do it anymore. Because 
Well, you so did a like, lot of that at 590. Well, yeah, I've been doing it for a long time. Yeah, 591 <laughs> was like, I created bad. a show. I work. I don't get another dollar to do Tim McKernan's show. Tommy thinks I'm crazy for doing it, but I'm just like, let me create something else. And ideally, it may, but then that doesn't mean that I then redistribute the income. Tim, you have enough people. money. Get us more people. I just don't understand. But I, but I, but but I appreciate the email. More, please. Because because <laughs> it's somebody actually asking me as opposed to what I think is kind of a narrative out there that isn't asked of me, which is, you know, how come there aren't more people on the show? As Iggy pointed out, if you have a show that is generating the kind of revenue that the Riz show is, and they have five people, you sure as hell aren't going to add additional people on this show. But I know that the audience doesn't know that, so I can't be, I'm not mad at the audience for not knowing that. Uh, hell, I don't even know the exact dollar figure that that show is bringing in. I just know it's greater than the one that this show is bringing in. So, you know, that's... That's that part of it. But, do you own but, but the Tim McKernan podcast? Yeah. You do own it? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, then you'd be giving your money away. Right. Yeah. So, but, but I mean, but, but, but that, and I understand people wanting to, I, 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 mean, I wanted a KGO town in here. And that was the plan. That really was the plan. Uh, hell, that was like last May, I think, uh, Tommy told me that. But then it got to a point that it was essentially, hey, we can't add at this point another person. And so, you know, KG and O-Town, uh, unfortunately, couldn't join. It wasn't a case of, like, he did something. It was just the the economic landscape, and that stuff can happen. That's not anybody's fault. That's just the way that the world works. And, Doug, you've seen that over your time in the broadcast business. Sometimes it's yeah. it's good, sometimes it's bad, and, and you just kind of roll with it and try to do your best to get through it. Uh, but what Arbor Day's text was, and I don't know if I read it because then I started talking about nipple play. Is that what I was talking about? Teat play. Dear yeah. Lord, I think Tim's point is why is it his job to work extra hours on a second show when you have, well, then it gets into a shot. Personal shots. <laughs> one elderly daycare member who barely makes it back from breaks on time and thinks 15 hours is a full work week. That wasn't necessarily, but no. I was my, the first part is where I was. Listen, douchebag, I didn't. Hey, <laughs> come on. I thought for the name calling. I didn't bring up the question. It'd be different if I said we need more people in here. I, I've said we don't need any more people in here. Why are you bringing me into it? Man. I didn't ask for any more money. Mm. Boy, that went off the rails quickly. The better question would have been, okay. and I, I'm, I'm, I'm not poo-pooing the question. No, let it <laughs> But you put Tim in kind of position. Do you want the cat back? Um, a better question would be, if you had a successful extra show and there was more revenue in and your management came to you and said, you got some extra money here, what do you want to spend it on? That would be a better question. What would you like to see spent on her if you had some extra money? Not chance to bring KG and the cat back. Well, instead of, instead well, of spending it, well, how about just pocketing it if you earned it? Well, that wasn't That's the question. Selfish, that wasn't the question. <laughs> oh. we need to spend the question it. was, you made more money on the Tim McCarran podcast. What would you do? Is it put it, in my, put it in my bank account? But the question, if you said, all right, it's successful, and it wasn't your show. It is your show. But if it wasn't your show and it was a station show, and you, you brought in a... a good chunk of money on the Tim McKernan podcast. And Tommy said, you're doing great on that show. We're bringing in a lot of revenue. Can I add anything to your show that you need? What do you think you would need? Social media. Okay. Inst- Instacall. Yeah. Instacall. Yeah. So I think that would have been the better question. And, and, that's, and that's, that is why I was so enthused by KG and O-Town. Because it's great that the show has performed like it's performed, but I still think we are not coming close to what we can do by not really tapping into social media. And I'm not talking about, like, spitting takes from our account. I'm talking about, yeah. you know, cutting up a variety of different clips and utilizing the platforms. I mean, it's great that our audience is younger, probably relative to most shows in the area, but 
I think we can be doing more. And that's why I was excited about KG and O-Town. And, and, and saying that is not a shot at, you know, the cat or Charlie Marlowe or Cam Jansen or, you know, whomever else has worked on the show in the past, Prod Joe or something. It's just uh, that's where I think the need is. Personally, it's where I think the need is. Now, if Tommy Madden or John Kioski or Keith Krause think that the need's somewhere else, then that's what matters more because they're the ones in charge. But that is what I would say. I think there is an opportunity for growth, you know. As it played out when we were coming over here, the plan was, and I talked about this on QFTA, because it gets asked a lot, and I'm happy to tell the story just as often as I can so people understand exactly what happened. Um, well, you guys remember Doug, Iggy, and Jackson. We got together uh, when we were debating whether or not to leave 590 or come to Hubbard, like late November of 21. And I said, let's not leave the room until we all agree on one place. And wherever we all agree on, that's where we're going to go. And, uh, and then um, the plan was to bring in both the cat and the plowhawk. But Tommy was like, we can't hire six guys, <laughs> you know, on a show where we're going to put a show on HD2 for the first time ever. And we don't we don't know what the advertising revenue is going to be. That's that's how people lose their jobs. If you if you especially if you put six guys like like our audience listening right now knows the show performs, but the audience doesn't know the advertising revenue dollars. I have a ballpark idea of what that number is back in 2021 and what was going to come with us, but they didn't know. And on top of it, since we didn't sign here until December 1st, I think of 21, that gives you 31 days much of which in December people take off to get that money to come onto the books for all of 2022 when we come over here. So what Tommy said was, let's make sure the money comes on the books with you guys when you come over, and then assuming it does, we'll bring over the cat and we'll bring over the plowboy. That was the way. But internally, and I think I probably talked about this with Jackson, I'm thinking to myself, all right, I know we're going to do TMA all day, but Jackson is now, and he's going to work with me on Balloon Party, and I didn't realize Balloon Party was going to be as, I don't want to call it high maintenance, but it requires actual preparation that Jackson does. But Jackson was going to have to do all of the stuff on this side of the, the desk by himself, and that means programming, you know, TMA all day. So that's, that's cutting up, I mean, how many segments you got in TMA all day? They had the, Almost 500, right. and now we're going to do, at least Jackson has a great system of some of the Tim McKernan Show podcast being introduced. So, I, so I, was, I was concerned about that for Jackson and then burning out somebody who, in my mind, I'm like, this guy could be working with me for 25 years, and now we could, like, what happened to Pete? You know, I mean, I mean, what happened to Pete yeah. wasn't necessarily burnout. He got frustrated by the situation there, more so, I think, than burnout, and understandably so. Pete mm-hmm. was totally, I mean, the fact that he lasted as long as he did is a, is a miracle because he was really there when the fire was the hottest. But, uh, but so, the, so, understandably, by the way, so what my plan was is I was going to give back a portion of my salary for the cat to get hired. And Tommy said... Uh, have Jim call me because the cat immediately called me when the announcement was made. And I said, here's what Tommy said. Give him a call. He is going to, you know, work something out so you can come over with us. And the deal was going to be, I was going to give back a percentage of my base salary. That was going to go to the cat. And then Hubbard would make up the difference to make him whole. And then he would come over. And then... After a couple of months, assuming that the advertising revenue was there, 
then they would be able to hire the Plowhawk. But they wanted to make sure that X number of dollars was there and that they weren't upside down. Totally logical and, and smart move. But then at that time, once KFNS finds out that we're leaving, and I call Dave Zobrist, who was buying the station at that time, to let him know, wanted him to hear it directly from me, uh, they were like, okay, we got to fill that show. You know, we got to fill that time slot. And I always figured they would put Cam and Charlie in there, and so then they went to the cat. And the cat has something that is sure from KFNS and something that he's being told will happen from Hubbard. But at the same time, doesn't know it, whereas he knows he has the thing from KFNS. And so he takes the thing from KFNS, which I totally get. Now, I told him that had he called Tommy, I think he would have wound up working with us from the get-go, too, because I knew what I was giving back as far as salary goes. I know the total what it was. And, uh, and so he takes that. And then, because I never felt like we could hire, and I hope you understand this, I think you do, like we couldn't hire you before the cat. You know what I mean? Yeah, we talked about that too. When I know, we but were, I know the, the yeah. audience, a lot of people ask about it, and so I want to I provide the opportunity to well, give the, the answer to it. the cat's an OG too. Right, I mean. so, that, so that was the thought process. Um, and so, so once the cat was good, and he was really happy, we talked in the parking lot at KFNS about going to KFNS, uh, the thing that he was irritated by is that he wasn't in the loop on what was going on. But nobody was in the loop because we didn't know what we were going to do until like late November. And his contention was he should have been in from the get-go. And, and I go, I get, I get where you're coming from. Here's the difference, though. If you're in from the get-go and Tommy's telling me we can only hire four people, and the Plowhawk's not in the mix at yeah, that well, moment, yeah. and so you got, now you're doing TV still, Doug, and I'm in, then that means the cat has to replace Iggy or Jackson. And Iggy or Jackson don't have jobs. The cat has television. And so the thought process is, I know that he's going to be hired because I'm going to give back a part of my salary and then Hubbard's going to pay and it's going to be, it's going to be fine. But he doesn't know that. And, and also, I didn't want them to go, okay, let's bring in the cat and then fire Iggy or fire Jackson. I, that just, I wasn't good with that because they didn't have a television job like he had. And plus, I knew the cat was going to be hired anyway. So he took the KFNS job, and then once he did that, then, uh, then that put the Plowhawk, moved him up the depth chart. And I said, Tommy, I said, and I remember calling him, and they were having their Hubbard holiday party. And I go, hey, let's bring in the Plowhawk now because I'm worried about the Jackson thing. He goes, you really want to do this? He goes, you really want to give back this portion? He goes, this is nuts. And we just got done doing 40 different versions of your contract, not like money-wise, but the, the language in the contract. Went back and forth and back and forth, mainly because of the intellectual property element, which is neither here nor there, but that's why it went back and forth because we're going to reopen your contract. I go, yeah, I think it's, I think it's that important. And he goes, and you're going to give back this much money. I go, yes, I am. Cause I think it's good for the show. And in my mind, you're, you know, you're, you're giving back money. Yes, but you're making the show better. And so, you know, there's a, there's a push and pull. Plus I think it's making Jackson better because Jackson's not going to be burnt out. And I know the Plowhawk not only is going to work production wise, but also as a character on the show. So that was the thought process. So anyway, that's how it all happened. And if anybody's interested in any other questions, I'm happy to answer them. There's a lot of inside baseball. But that's, uh, that's the background on it. So as it, as it played out, it was probably good that the Plowhawk was here from the very beginning, even though that wasn't the plan, because I don't know what, how Jackson would have handled it. But the initial plan was it for just me 
uh, Doug, Iggy, Jackson, and myself with Jackson running the board. And then the money came in, and the money did come in by February as far as what was sold for advertising. And then they knew, they're going, holy crap, there's money coming in on an HD2 station. We've never had that before. So I don't know if this interests people or not. I don't know if I really care either. I just want to tell I want people to know the story. There it is. And as I understand it, Jim Hayes Enterprises all along was insisting on a boilerplate 67% of all proceeds. That's industry standard. That's not yeah. boilerplate. That's industry for, standard. Looking for a hover, uh, I think, a boardroom seat as well, mm-hmm. and you couldn't get that done. <laughs> industry <laughs> standard. Do, he, do he, that he posted the spoon picture again yesterday. Yeah, I love that, too. Oh, I, lo- I love the cat. Is that uh, you and your boxers? T- or briefs, I Brief, think, actually. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Well, I yeah. responded to He posted a video of Lance Lynn walking in. Morning, Lance. Morning, Jim. And I just... Commented morning wood. Mm. <laughs> and he put the spoon up. Nice. Well, that's a classic photo. And the briefs, those are like the, the high V cuts. Yeah, they were. They're kind <laughs> show off. It's the French <laughs> cut. Yeah, that, French yeah, cut. Yeah, that French. Mm-hmm. <laughs> God, that a big old fan was uh, named uh, the worst texture by Milagro Tequila's worst texture of the year award. And he's not going to win it this mm. year. He's gotten a little better. I think, oh, is that right? I think that award helped him a little bit. Man, look in the mirror. A little bit. It's crazy how much Jackson does. It would be great if he had a long-term radio veteran who has worked on many stations who could have helped him. But those guys are impossible to find. That's from Big Ol' Fan. So, Doug, that's a supportive text from Big Ol' Fan. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's a Not shot really. at Iggy or myself, but I do feel like Jackson does a lot of work. But he also, to me, his personality, very much so a perfectionist in the best way possible. And a lot of time, people don't like to delegate, which I completely understand, too. So if Jackson ever doesn't get overwhelmed, I would hope as a friend he mm. would, you know, come to one of the others. And Tim, the last thing you okay. explained, you're willing to give up money to make the show better. How is that different than what the listener was asking about, what you're doing more QFTAs to benefit TMA? Is that not the same, sucking off Tim's tit logic, giving oh. up salary so someone can else have a job? Yes, that's the point. I've done it a lot, and I'm done doing it. That's the point. I would imagine people, I did this the same way when the cat got fired in 2017. I actually wound up paying 60% of his salary. That was the only way he was coming back. I mean, that's insane, but I did it. I'm not doing, say, by the way, this isn't like, hey, look at me and give me a pat on the ass. I don't, this is what happened. You can like it, you can not like it. It doesn't matter because it happened, but that's what had to happen in order for him to come back. And still owed 67%. Right. You offered that a couple of times on my one of my couple of my furloughs. Yeah, Again, in I can't 2019 when you got fired, I remember Hadley going, "Hey, big boy, it doesn't matter what money you put in on this one, he's gone." <laughs> well, you should have saw the emails <laughs> I sent to him. I don't blame Hadley on that one. I ripped that was, him. That was, that was pre-clown avatar, I yeah, believe. Oh. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. made a social media post of your boss with a clown nose. The Roger Goodell bar stool. <laughs> well, and then it was in a couple of Dan Caesar articles. Remember that one where it says. And Plowboy put it a put a picture of uh, him with a red nose. Hey Tim, yeah. great deep dive into yeah. the show and how the business works. But did you see what the cat did yesterday? I made a lame joke about Lance Lynn, and the cat posted the speedo reflection pic. Oh. That crazy cat! Look at this brown skin glistening in the sun. That's from Big Tuft. Mm. Well, we were talking about the cat, and I just brought it up because I thought it was funny. Ten percent crustful. Sorry, sorry, I took five percent of the show. Yeah. Five seconds. Of the a lot show. of percentages flying. Five around. seconds of the show. Sorry, not five percent. <laughs> hmm. 
Uh, ask yourself this, Plowboy. Would you really feel comfortable delegating responsibilities to a guy who goes to Monkey Joe's for concerts and asks how to download Apple onto a computer? That's that was Mr. Licks. A, that was what I was saying. I was I was saying more along the lines of if you wanted to pass some more responsibility to me, I would I would be gladly to because Jackson is. You know, he's a glue guy for me. Is he a good of, clubhouse guy? He's a good clubhouse guy. He's, he's a glue guy. He's he does a, good radio a lot. He's a good radio man. Does, does he have a lot of tentacles on everything? I don't say tentacles. Look, I'll say that Jackson does a lot of work. He does more work than anybody here that I know of. He's fantastic, um, yeah. But he does stuff that... He, he, <laughs> does stuff, everyone. he does stuff that I don't know how to do. Like what? That's like if I I should go help Rutledge out. Hey, let me uh, let me restack these things and plug them back in, and let me fix the computer. This stuff I don't know how to do. Mm. So but, well, you're asking me to do stuff. Well, first of all, it's not even my job title. I'm not I'm not a producer, but I'll help Jackson anytime he needs it. He knows that. It takes a one-of-a-kind workplace dynamic for coworkers to constantly compliment a 25-year-old producer who is new to the industry. It shows the phenomenal lack of any motivation or work ethic for these two boneheads to bend over backwards, oh, showering it. praise on someone 40 years their junior. It's time for retirement. Gatesworth and oh. the big sleep. Oh. That's some little Tommy Trimmons. What's the big sleep? Uh, and I, I feel like I was dragged into half of that, but yeah. the other half was just an Iggy-centric diss. And he's sitting over there. He's now 22% crestfallen. <laughs> Fallen. Those are harsh. That was that was bad. <laughs> the big sleep is new. Doug, after the show today, can you, I want you to go back there and please download segment three and then, and then fill up that with about seven more segments if okay, you could. Okay, I'll give it a shot. You ever ask Doug to do any of this stuff? Yes, come on. Come on. Why is it always me? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, yeah. oh, we're up to 35%. 35 <laughs> yeah, percent soon. I'll have my whole head in my lap pretty soon. <sighs> <laughs> Listen, I appreciate some of the Jackson has to make a statement. Jackson's making a I, statement. I don't ask any, like, I don't delegate some things because I can handle it. Like, it's part of my job and I can do it, so I do it. Uh, you know, like, I, why delegate something if you are capable and have the time and want to do it? Mm -hmm. You know? What's your it. position on, on the big sleep? <laughs> uh, I, I guess we're all destined for it, so yeah, why man. worry about it? See that answer? Glue guy. Yeah, yeah. Glue guy. Clubhouse guy. <laughs> Good radio man. <laughs> Too infinite to think about, Doug. Our brain is finite. Yeah. In Ken's defense, he does profit share his charity fish cooking show with Doug. Why can't you guys do the same? That's from Arbor Day. Oh. Yeah, Doug, do something. Yeah, I, I should. I really should. I I'm not much of a cook, but I guess I could do a cooking show. I make a three-egg omelet every now and then. <laughs> Just burn the house down trying to... Mm -hmm. Holy crap, I just realized the virgin is the Jake Neighbors of the show. That's Vince Vaughn's entrails. Duck, you've always said Jake Jackson Neighbors. runs you at Jake Neighbors. Oh, we're doing this now. <laughs> <laughs> what player are we? Is that supposed to intentionally confuse me? <laughs> no, the young guy on the way up. The future superstar. No, number 63. And they do kind of consider him a, a leader. Yeah. That's nice. At a young pick, age. Wouldn't pick that weak-ass number, but... Wow, Jackson going after... What Jake number Neighbors would you number? want? Ten. Well, I think that's Shatter. Yeah. Yeah, say move over, Captain. That's probably not a great idea. I think I'm Cairo. They expect it a lot. <laughs> I don't play enough drops. Can you wear Plus zero in NHL? Is not great. You like this high sticking penalty four seconds into the second period yesterday? No. You like to wear zero? Does anyone uh, ever wore zero? Uh, that seems like maybe that's a, a good goalie. question. I don't, I don't know. So. Maybe a goalie? Plaza, you think you have a negative plus minus stack <laughs> on this show? I was just throwing out a guy. You know, the age, he still has a lot mm -hmm. of years left in him, but, man, there are some question marks. Yeah. 
I consider Jackson more of a Tatum. He can do it all. That's from Mr. Lick. Oh, There's a guy who wears number zero. That's Gosh. zero. Yep. Thanks, Iggy and Plowsy, for all your hard work. I appreciate it. That's from Sally Land. That felt like mm. a sympathy one where nobody's saying <laughs> that, did. and so they got have to like make sure we stay on the show. Kinda did. I don't yeah. love those. It's like getting a birthday present <laughs> when your sibling's birthday. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, just a pack of socks when everybody else got <laughs> PS5s. Like, I get that you want to give a gift, but probably best just not. Plus oh. minus can be a deceiving stat, too. <laughs> Especially on this show. Yeah. Uh, how about this stat? We all were in this text yesterday from the great Clayton Patterson. You want to talk, you wanna talk guy, about things that matter. Here, here is actually what matters. This was, this was unbelievable. Uh, Clayton sen- sends this, and I don't think he would mind me sharing this. This Hell is no. unbelievable. Uh, I've lost track of how many people, Clayton Patterson with Munganass, St. Louis Acura, Munganass, Burkhardt, Alton, Toyota. I've lost track of how many people get service done at Acura, and we probably sell a few a month to listeners. But today, gentlemen, we sold four cars to TMA listeners. One was a real-life girl, too. How about that, Doug? That, that part that part yeah. seemed like he might be making it up. Right. right. There. And I think Doug yeah. in the tech chain, just that was the one thing that blew him off. Not mm-hmm. the compliments, not the four car sales. It was the fact that a woman... There was a real-life girl. Uh, and then he mentions uh, some sponsors who have gotten their cars from there, and then a Hubbard employee outside of On Air who got, uh, whose daughter got their car there. We're rocking and rolling, sirs. That's from Clayton Patterson, the audience supporting the sponsors. That's the name of the game. And once you start working with Munganass St. Louis Acura and Munganass Burkhard, Alton Toyota, uh, you will never want to go anywhere else. I mean, that's just the reality. They're online at stlouisacura.com and altontoyota.com. And even if you didn't get your car from Munganass, you can get your car serviced at Munganass. 314-252-0029 is how you can text or call. And, of course, you can go online at stlouisacura.com. That is Munganass. St. Louis Acura, Munganess Burkhardt, Alton, Toyota. Yeah. And you should probably think about it. Jackson, yeah. tell me about uh, Mark Hanna because he's with Evergreen Wealth Strategies. He is with Evergreen Wealth Strategies. And he can be with you, too. You know, whether your situation's like me, you're 25, a little bit younger, it's just starting to get into the to the workforce and you want to start saving money. Maybe you're 35, you just got married, you had a kid, uh, you want to start saving up for college, saving up for retirement. Maybe you're 45 and things are kind of, you know, kind of the early part of your life is in the rearview mirror, but you still want some help. Give Marcana a call. It's still early enough in the year. It's a great way to start off your year. You're going to be really happy towards the end Do of the that. year when you're when you're looking at your financials, working with someone like Marcana, and most importantly, just having someone like him in your corner in case life throws a curveball at you. You can get on the phone with him. You're going to feel better getting off the phone than when you get on the phone. And to me, that is worth everything. That's why I love working with Marcana. It's why you'll love working with Marcana as well. Online at evergreenstl.com. And his number is 314-889-0503. Send your emails in for the design, air, heating, and cooling email today. The morning after at InsideSTL.com comes your way in about two hours. Uh, and Seth Goldcamp's business is online at designairservice.com. And uh, also send your emails in for the return of QFTA. First time in almost two weeks. T. McKernan at InsideSTL.com. Anything is welcome. I thought that was a really good email, and I appreciate her asking directly. So God bless... Uh, uh, the uh, and I don't know if she wants me to uh, mention her on TMA, but it's somebody I'm familiar with, and I think uh, some people in the audience would be familiar with as well. Producer Joe said it felt like a caller Ellen email. No, it was not a caller Ellen. Wasn't for the record. Okay. Um, and if this uh, last is listening to the show and lets me use her name on the program, then I shall. If not, I shall maintain her anonymity. Uh, T M C K E R N A N. 
at InsideSTL.com. QFTA coming up. Oh, Jackson, can we do 11.20 since there's a hard out at probably 12.15, 12.20 with the sound story at 12.30? Absolutely. All right. I know sometimes you have things you need to do. Yeah. I'll do them quickly. Oh, gosh. What Gallagher. a good radio man. <laughs> Iggy got that this. a good radio mm-hmm. man? Mm-hmm. It's good like ba- Joe Pellini. <laughs> good baseball man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Let's see what the people are saying. Uh, uh, Let's see. Has Clayton thought about giving some extra revenue to the show so we could get Grandpa Cameo a raise? That's from Arbor Day. Mm. Mr. Big Cream says, I'm so happy for Jackson for finding the perfect stepping stone of a job at TMA. Excited to see what he can do. So, Mr. Big Cream. Doug, that's insinuating that this is a stepping Stepping stone. This is like coaching, you know, at at an FCS school. I guess it could be. That's a very nice text from Mr. Big Cream, but I'd say is my goal is to grow this show so it's not a stepping stone. Uh, wow, what a statement. Gosh, and where would you want to be like 15 years from now? That's a great question, and it's an important question. Like, What are you going to be doing when you're 40? You're at this point married for 12, 13 years, probably will have four children. Uh, like perfect world or like realistically? Let's Real- start perfect world. Yeah, perfect world, world, head coach of uh, the Chicago Bulls. Okay, Cash. not going to happen. <laughs> Let's go back to realistic. All right, realistically... Uh, I'd, I'd love to keep working in media in some form or fashion, hopefully doing something similar in this vein, uh, but doing stuff I'm, like, really passionate about. Doug, if, I, if about we were at a poker table right now, I got seven deuce off, I'll yeah. be honest with you. I raise, like he's got another offer right now. He's no, got I'm just, I raise, just like that, too, very casual. Yeah. I'm not even, I'm not even going to move. This left hand's going to just run the chair. Yeah. I raise. raise no, nah, it's just, I, I don't know, like, I'm bad at long-term planning, and I, I, I say that, and my excuse for it is, like, so many variables I talk about with Mark Hanna's read, like so many variables that like you can plan for 10 years and set all these goals and stuff, but one thing can happen and completely change the course of your life and mm-hmm. it's all moot. So kind of take things in stride and then, uh, you know, think more short term. But, you know, I can see the value in long term. Yeah, what the show look something like? I don't do well. What would the show look like? I'll be gone. Doug will be gone. Tim will be retired living in Florida. Who are you going to do the show with? I'm going to have to really step up. <laughs> I'm going to have to take on three you different are. roles, yeah. and I'm, I'm going to have to just be a part of that. Look, You'll I'm, be 50 yourself. I'm happy, and I'm like happy now, and I have a lot of passion for what I do at the moment. And the second that changes, then I'll reconsider. But until then, I'm happy as hell, so I'm going to keep doing it. Uh, are you called Burke or Berkey? Uh, Doug likes to call me Berkey, and I'm not opposed to it. Mm-hmm. But, okay, uh, well, the so- sweet, sweet Kai sent this in, though, and he calls you Burke. Yeah. And you guys shared a bed in Scottsdale? Uh, shared a room. No. Oh, he slept in God. the other bed. Burke, you're an invaluable asset to this here program. Thank you, Kai. Bad hitter! Oh! 
Mm. Like Barky. My guy. <laughs> uh, Doug uh, City. Houston. That's, that starts Saturday, right? No, tonight. First game is tonight? Yeah. Home or away? Home. Oh, I thought the Saturday was their first game. Well, the first regular season. This is CONCACAF season. Oh, yeah. This is the... Pro- I'm Uh-oh, not. Oh, that sounds like there might be a problem. Sounds like there might be a problem. I don't even like the word CONCACAF. I don't care for the word. Couldn't explain it to my kids if I had kids. No. I like that. <laughs> Some sort of soccer team. I would assume so. Mm-hmm. There are a soccer team, I would imagine, the Conca Calf Cup. Well, they sure got a break with the weather. Imagine what it could be. Yeah, agreed. Right? It's supposed to be 60 and sunny today, right? Am I correct on that? Yeah, yeah it's 30 yeah. Below? Yeah. Is that correct? Yeah, for like the next week, we're going to be it's, it's it almost really 70 is. at the end of the week. You would, think, you would think a lot of Februarys, you couldn't even begin to play a game. Yeah. Or wouldn't even try. I'm boycotting them. Why would you boycott? Yeah, they brought in kits for the Riz show. They brought in kits for 101. Randy show. What about you? You're down the hall. Bring some in. You didn't get something. No, we promote it every day. I agree. Every day we promote the soccer team. Well, when they play, we talk about them. The listeners who got Iggy and myself those kits last year were phenomenal. Like, they're, they're seriously really nice yeah. kids. The white ones are. I actually like the white ones. Right, you did get kits. One said Pepper, one said Genie. Yeah, <laughs> six and nine. Well, I'm thinking about you. <laughs> what are you complaining about? I'm thinking about? about you, Tim and Jackson. You didn't get any. What, the, do you hear us complaining the, about it? The no. white, I, I give them credit. I, I dig the white. I like that one. Okay. Gosh. Shut so, up, you skank New Hampshire bitch. Get back in your ball gag and cuffs. Get ready to take all of me. That's from uh, the recovering of course alcoholic. It, and he got suspended six <laughs> days yesterday. God, he's so dominant with Kai. He's never even met him. He wants to be in his own log, yo. My advice for future earning, or future earning potential. Learn everything about the Sibian business, the hardware, the software, and the types of men who enjoy getting on for a ride. Yeehaw, cowboy. No, that's bad advice. That's bad advice. Learn about fusion. There's a really good Shane Gillis sketch he does where he's riding a Sibian. Oh, my God. That's one of the best ones. His it's family so walks in funny. and he's trying to make money for the yeah. family. Isn't that right? He's like, like, you like your new car? Well, this is how dad earns his and money. It, in the background, oh. you hear the dings from all the... All the I highly recommend oh listeners God, go watch it. Oh, my God. It's one of the best ones. It's really funny. I forgot about that. Good callback. That, oh, my God. You guys talk about city every day. You complain about the sport constantly. It's from the Breakfast Club. I don't feel is this. I don't feel like that goes on on the show. I mean, I don't. Not I, a lot. I, I actually really like soccer. Yeah, I question the rules every now and then, but I don't expect a kit. I don't have to have a an entire uniform delivered to me in order to continue. I'll, I'll to look forward to watching this evening. It. Really well. I, I really like the new it. kits. I like the the confluence. Whatever they. I may have to get Apple. For that and for uh, Macy Williams has a new show on there, too, I want to watch. Is that an entirely unrelated comment? <laughs> no, no, Apple TV, MLS. Apple TV has MLS, and I saw her Macy Williams has a new show on Apple. And I like Macy Williams. Did she ever get you anything? Well, she lives in England. I Nonetheless. She doesn't know me. You boycotted soccer because you weren't given a gift. You didn't even know who Macy Williams is. No. Who did we lose? Nonetheless, she can she, mail you she something. She played Aura Stark in uh, Game of Thrones. She killed yeah. the Night King. Spoiler! Oh, yeah. That's big. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, spoiler. Even spoiler. though she would have been dead because he grabbed her by the neck. Um, anyways, 
So, like, how many? Well, that's true. That's how, that's how the whole show talked about White Walker. When you're touched, you're dead. <laughs> but she can get choke slammed. <laughs> Sore subject. Nonetheless, I'm telling you, it puts me in a bad place. What is it, like three or four years it. old? Uh, 2019. It yeah. still bothers me. Oh, that was 2019. God, I thought it was. It was 19 when that thing ended? Mm-hmm. God, one of the best really? shows to look mm-hmm. forward to, yeah. though. Yep. Right. That. April 2019 is like... Wow, I thought it was like more it. recent than that, but I guess... So I, I thought they like canceled part of it for COVID and then came back uh-huh. and finished the end of it. No. Yes, no. Oh, man, that was that right? so... I mean, everybody I'll yield to Jackson on this stuff. I really will. I would, too. He even said April 2019. He's got the month right. Look, I'll complain about the her killing everybody with the dragons at the end and all of that. The, the worst is, is the most boring person on that show... Brand the brand the boring. That was his name, Doug. Brand the boring. Uh, if that, if he acted either. like that in real life, that's a serial killer. They named him the king. Right? Like he's not in charge of anything. They named, outside of a gang. Yeah, they named him the the king of the north or the king king of the seven kingdoms. I need to so, and, that. and about three episodes later, he said, "Why'd you come back? You want to take over? You want to sit on the throne? I have no interest in that." And then he says, why do you think I came back when he took it? I mean, it makes sense. It is all just so convoluted. Okay. Well, I'm glad There's she has Listen to what you're complaining about. <laughs> <laughs> she touched the dragon and it didn't die. Knock it off and grow up a little I'm bit. I'm just saying she got, she got choke slammed by the Night King and she somehow survived. My point was, what do, who did we lose on the roster of the MLS team? Like, are there any major? Weren't there any major shakeups? It's yeah, such yeah, a Keeney. short off. One of their best players signed was somebody in the EPL, I think. Right? Oh, Joe really? Keeney. He went to Italy. Nice. Yeah. Well, C-Mac would have come in. We could have talked about all this. But you wouldn't have welcomed him unless he had a handful of gifts. <laughs> Just jerseys. Yeah, kits. Oh. Tim, you're not really going to let them do this again, are you? That's from Cleavy Wade. He's not happy, Doug, with the show's content. Uh, Neither is the millennial. History of TMA, Game of Thrones, and Cardinals non-moves. You dolts really keep this thing fresh. (laughs) Jesus, that's from the millennial. He's not happy either, Doug. Neither am I. KG in O-Town says, as the show's pit boss, I would advise not throwing 15% of your yearly earnings into another streaming service. That's from the pit boss. When's that uh, that other dragon show coming back? Oh, gosh. <laughs> I got to say, I have a problem with back fat because like, I don't like people that are unknowledgeable of the show. Oh, hold on I a second. What's going on? This is where you start talking about a text. The sentence. texter, My his favorite. name is, ba- is his name's back fat. What do you say? <laughs> he said the Night King can touch people and choose whether or not to turn them into walkers. I, but, like, when somebody's at, has a knife at your, like, head, <laughs> wouldn't that be an opportunity? All right, then, then obviously i got to turn this person into a walker. You're complaining about a cartoon. It's, not a, it's certainly not a cartoon. It might as well be. I, just, I don't get why Aria got, I mean, she had a knife to him. That's the situation where, obviously, i got to turn this person into a white walker. I'm going to die myself. Oh, you are, I like back concerned fat. about this. Back fat, as the uh, text <laughs> name is very nice. Doug Andy Crouppen is in the building, and Brown and Crouppen is the title sponsor okay. of this program. Jackson, would he like to come into these wonderful studios? I, where, I don't know how many people could hear it, but there was a steady stream of urine just seconds oh, ago. Oh, no. Steady stream. No, I mean, like... Sick, Brian. I'll bring him in. 
All right, Andy Crouppen is going to uh, join us in the studio. I'm going to tell people about the Illinois Recovery Center. Transform your story at Illinois Recovery Center. At Illinois Recovery Center, the team believes in the strength of every individual's journey to recovery. Whether you're taking the first step or continuing your path, the IRC's dedicated team is here to support you. Why choose Illinois Recovery Center? Well, holistic healing approach, expert care and guidance, safe and welcoming environment, tailored programs for lasting recovery and top-notch facility and accommodation. Discover the path to lasting recovery and renewal at Illinois Recovery Center, where compassionate support meets personalized care for your unique jersey uh, journey. Excuse me. Call 888-472-9559 or visit IllinoisRecoveryCenter.com. That's IllinoisRecoveryCenter.com. Andy Krupen is in the studio. Doug, have you ever heard a gallery like this? No. Hello. hello. Did you bring us anything, jerseys or anything? Oh We're boycotting soccer because we didn't get Did to soccer. Did I bring you anything? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I have the energy. It feels like things are moving at a breakneck pace this morning. <laughs> now they are. We're really pleased with our performance. <laughs> yes, I mean, and uh, you know, and actually, it's very nice to hear because I know there's a lot of you know joking at each other's expense on Absolutely. here. But when you get into these things about how appreciate appreciative appreciative you are of everyone on the show and everyone's sort of this little half-serious love fest of yes. how important everyone is on the show. You realize a show like this, how important everyone is on there. How about that, Doug? And, oh, and it's nice hey. to hear. How about that? But if, you, if a few of us were to get picked off, it'd still be okay. <laughs> yeah, you make it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean... It's- Mm-hmm. Everybody's be all right. Well, we always say that in our business. I mean, you can't have a business that relies on any single person. You know, they can be important, but you've got to be able to pick up the pieces if something were to happen, mm-hmm. and the show must go on. The show must go on. Nobody's right. irreplaceable. You find that out when you go on vacation. That's right. When Plot <laughs> you think, Boy, boy this will stop the whole business. No, the world goes on just fine. It is. My son gets like three months paternity leave from Boeing. And my concern is, how important is your job if they think it's okay that you get three months off? Is that off? right? Three that's months yeah, paternity leave? That's paternity leave. Dude, that's and there's some businesses that give even more than that. And I think, is your job safe if you can not be there half the year right. and you're still okay? Although, I, I couldn't stay home for more than about a week. Oh, yeah. I don't. There was nothing for me to do. That's kind of how I felt. I have a two-year-old, and, and I was like, I want to be here, but at the same time, I... I I can't necessarily offer that much. Well, if your wife had to go back to work, it'd be a little Right, 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 right. Yeah, Yeah, but I mean, it's, I don't know. I mean, there just isn't much to do. I'll come home anytime you need me. In the early, early going. Yeah. Early, early going, yes. But yeah, there's just not much. You have a two-year-old, huh? I I have an almost two-year-old. Oh my God, I didn't realize that. Yeah. Maybe we did discuss that actually. Yeah, we're both uh, older, young, yeah. older parents. Of we were at Disneyland this weekend. Oh, we're really? Just for a day. We my, all my you family. You went to L.A. or you went to Orlando? L.A. All oh. my family. My brother and two sisters live in L.A., so we go out there a lot. Nice. Disneyland. How'd that treat you? I have never been to yeah. Disneyland. I've been to Disney World. You What's know, the difference? One's smaller, right? Disneyland's a lot smaller. smaller, so a lot easier to navigate. You know, especially with young kids, it's great. It just makes it. So it's easier than going to oh, Disney World. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's good uh, knowledge. Whole, I mean, because you can walk from one theme park to the next. It's like 100 yards from... It's way more manageable. Right. No less expensive, yes. but way more manageable. Interesting. Uh, so you're, you're recommending people take the extra couple hours on the flight and, and go Disney landing? I don't... I guess if you have young kids, there's not a lot... There, there's not as many of the, like, big roller coaster rides, but still tons of them. They have Space Mountain and all, all mm-hmm. that kind of... All those mainstays. There, there's a lot of great stuff there. So it's just not... 
anywhere near the magnitude, but especially if your kids are younger, 100%. L.A. is way easier. About that? Doug, did you take the boys to uh, Disney World? Yeah, I've been to both, Disney World and Disney What's your opinion? You kidding me with my money? Yeah, <laughs> go wherever I want. <laughs> what do you think of it? I, 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 I heard once that Disneyland is, is not even as big as Six Flags. Really? Does that sound right, Andy? Somebody said that in terms of geography and square footage? That seems hard to believe. It did to I, me, too. I'm not sure... No, that seems hard to believe. Although I have no idea how. Plowhawk, have you been to Disneyland? I mean, Plowhawk is a double diamond season pass member at Six Flags. So this guy would know. Mm. So oh, which okay. one is the one in Florida? At that Disney, Disney, Disney World. Okay, I've been to oh, World, not Mammoth. Land. Madison and been to Disneyland. Yeah, I haven't had a chance. I've never been to California. Really? I know, right? I, I, he hadn't seen the ocean until like seven years ago. Is yeah. that right? No. Nope. Yeah. So I traveled a lot more since, but still, I've never ventured out. Got to Arizona. Been to you know Montana that mm. you know I've you been don't have west, to make the hand not... motions. We know where the states <laughs> I, I, are without the I feel hand. Feel like the people the on YouTube need doing. an idea yeah. of where exactly that's located on my imaginary okay. map. So. Gotcha. Uh, how about this text, uh, Andy? Disneyland is one thousand times better than Disneyland. Precisely what Andy is saying. Plus, my wifey is from L.A. and she has serviced a couple of Mickey Mouse costume actors. Oh, so that's interesting. Kind of gosh. a fun fact. So you got backup and then a little fun fact. Oh. <laughs> Who was this? That's the recovering alcoholic. That's Doug's yeah. favorite text. He hadn't recovered from anything. <laughs> no. Nothing. So his wifey did, you say? Yeah. <laughs> okay. A couple wow. of Mickey Mouse ones. So like, a couple of them. That's a long period of time. Don't don't get replaced easily. <laughs> no. Now your brother who lives in L.A. Did he join the family business as well? No, no. My brother in L.A. He is a uh, comedian and oh, uh, yes. producer. Oh, is that right? Really? Yeah, 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 yeah. He's That's been doing awesome. that for a while. He's he's actually it's like stand up or writer. Or what's uh, the so gig? he a little of each. Yeah. He does some stand up. He does a, a bit of sketch comedy. Um, oh, so he does some improv then, I guess. He does, yeah. yeah. He, in fact, that's where he originally started was doing improv stuff. He was in Chicago, and uh, it's actually interesting. He So he had a show that he created and produced in Chicago, like rented a theater and stuff, and um, there were some very famous people involved in it. Um, Jimmy Kimmel's current oh, wife. Oh, is that right? Oh, Molly, Molly McNearney. Yeah, was, uh, was, was, was involved in it. Jordan Peele was really? a, a friend of his and involved in the early days. Um, yeah, he's been around a, 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 through this. He's been doing it forever. Has been around a lot of people who really have had enormous success. Tiffany Haddish um, is a very close friend of his. Is that right? Um, through comedy. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, it's been. That's quite a little world, that uh, world of comedy. It's a close-knit world. It's, I gather, I mean, it's not like I'm in it, but I, I gather it can be uh, crazy, volatile, very well, competitive. sort of in it. How could you not be? Uh, Doug, Funny guy Doug, on you the feel radio? Like we're a, we're just funny looking. <laughs> They're not really funny. <laughs> but we've had Greg Warren in here many times. And people laughing at us. Not it, it, that's kind of <laughs> what it is. Yeah, train, wreck, train wreck comedy. Not always in on the <laughs> joke. No. Cringe comedy. That's what this <laughs> program is. Plowsy's done stand-up. Plowsy did do stand-up. Right? Ballpark Village, Andy. Uh, 25 seconds of Ballpark Village, and then they booed me and said, who is the, uh, Angry the skinny lesbian? lesbian. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they uh, thought I was a female. Yep. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. You couldn't, couldn't make anything of that? Uh, well, that was after the fact that I just... Well, then Larry Nickel came on stage drunk. We kind of had to get him off stage. Yeah, so. a surprising yeah. heel turn, kind of like The Rock. Uh, the amount of fat at Disney World is unreal. They ride their scooters <laughs> like herds of cattle. Don't oh. get from a hunchback of Vaughn Castle. I oh, I bet that. you that's a bigger line than to get on those scooters. When you go, to actually when get into a line. <laughs> when you go anywhere and you see tens of thousands of people, it really hits you just how fat America is. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Although I feel like Orlando is fatter than L.A., 
in, not not, not yeah. as a city, obviously. It's Southern but, fat. But <laughs> Disney World <laughs> is is <laughs> a, a girthier fat. crowd than Disneyland mm-hmm. because a lot of it is is locals from California. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, it's a commuter theme park. <laughs> yeah, because it's right in the middle of Anaheim. Right, right, right. right. Uh, Disneyland is the little bitch to Disney World. That's from David Putney. Mm. Guy oh, a Disney really World purist. <laughs> An elitist. <laughs> so sorry. <laughs> I feel like Disney World probably has the fattier of the foods. Like, it, going to Epcot, man, you're like putting in at least 1,500 calories. You got so many food stands. You got drinks galore. Mm-hmm. Like, just feel like you load it up at Disney World. You're 100% right. In in Disneyland, it's almost hard to eat. Every time I go there, we, we all eat like crackheads for, we're only <laughs> yeah, here for like, like a day, but, but we've gone for two or three days there and you just feel like, you go three days and I've eaten nothing but churros and pretzels oh, and, just, and, and around. popsicles. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The food yeah. items there are delicious, but like, yeah, after all day of your third cotton candy, you're like, this is... And very inexpensive as well. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Super affordable. Just give me Universal any day of the week. You like yeah, Universal? I've you heard that's it. really good. Are you a roller coaster guy? Not as crowded. Uh, if it doesn't go upside down, I will. Really? I like that. I don't yeah. like the ones that loop and you go upside down. Yeah. Maybe you go to Universal. It's smaller. You go to City Walk. Just sit there, have a drink, and people watch. And yeah. People watching is like that. That My mom would tell. We would go to like... The Ohio one, I think it's called Cedar Point, and you, we spent three days there. My mom would just meet random people, sit by the rides while we waited in two-hour mm-hmm. lines, and she loved that. You know, just meeting and talking to random people was like her thing. So good for us, because those lines were insane. Mm-hmm. You're waiting all day for about five rides. Did they ever ask her to leave the park? They, had, they <laughs> haven't. She <laughs> did break just... her arm when we were at Disney World, though. Broke really? her arm? Yeah, because she was getting me and my sister ice creams. And me and Ellen didn't want to lose our spot in line, so she tried to jump the or climb over the rope, the rope between you know in the line, and she tripped over the rope and tried to catch herself. And well, that sounds like a long. That's suit. horrible. Yeah. Yeah, they didn't, sue? they didn't. They didn't. We kids? didn't sue. Make she it. was so embarrassed that I think that's why a lawsuit never came to play. There's no lawsuit. There. Were, I think that's a common misconception. Yeah. We happen to have a lawyer here today who can address this. What was that rope doing there? I think people always think they can sue people for everything. There has to be some act of negligence that led to your injury. You know. She it, felt responsible. I assure you that. Like it when she sounds did it, like she, she was. Yeah. I mean, you, you, you really, I think we have, there's this mentality, oh, I don't want to do that, I'm going to get sued, or I, you know, you, you have to do something wrong generally. To, well, let me rephrase that. Not to get sued, because somebody can sue you for anything, even if it's wrong. They're not going to win. And so lawyers right. like us, remember, we work on a contingency fee, right. meaning we only get paid if we're successful. So I think a lot of people think that lawyers like us sue everybody for everything, but the reality is, is no, it's a waste of our time because we don't get paid. We would be doing it for free. And so just look at it from the selfish selfish motivation of we're not suing you if it is not a valid cause of action because there's nothing in it for anyone. And, and so, no, there has to be a real violation, a duty that was breached that led to your injuries. Yeah. 
Americans. Right, do we have to still talk about this? This is getting. Oh, I'm okay, okay, sorry. <laughs> Shirley Pibbles is snoring in the. Yeah, where is Shirley Pibbles? I did read once that Walmart was the most sued company in America. That probably deserved. And, and they they used to just sh- shell out ten thousand dollar checks to anybody, make them go away, and then they finally hired a, a huge legal staff to start fighting it all because it just came in every day. Somebody. Wanted, oh, is that right? Somebody really? wanted the ten grand. Yeah, because they picked up a bottle and dropped it and it hurt their toe or something. And they would just peel it off. Yeah, and wow. instead of fighting it, Walmart would just say, here, go away. Yeah, and, and I get... Pretty good business. Well, at first you want to be, I'm sure, in the early days of Walmart and, and still run by the family, hey, we want to be a good company. We want to honor our obligations. Somebody gets hurt. We're going to pay them. But then you realize what happens is... Then it brings out the scammers, the people who, oh, wait, I can get ten grand if I just do that? Okay, I'm going to do that. And it ruins it for everybody, like much of society. Mm-hmm. But um, and, and so they have to fight it. And, and fight it they do, Walmart. Uh, not afraid of it, but they do make you uh, – they, they can be more difficult than others, sometimes defending lawsuits. But, you know, it, it is what it is. Generally, when you have a good case, people settle it. Cases rarely go to trial because there isn't that big of a dispute as to what happened generally in the good cases. Um, That's why it's often the cases that aren't as good that go to trial because that's when there's a major disagreement in terms of one side versus the other side's story. Generally, on the good cases, both sides pretty much agree about what happened. I'm sure in a lot of cases now there's video cameras everywhere, too. It's hard to dispute what happened. Well... Yes. Not always. Car wrecks, probably not. But yeah, no. There, are, there. Are, um, I mean, even car wrecks. Sometimes there are. There's. Uh, there's um, video. But you know, there are two parts. There's who was at fault, and then how bad were you hurt? And that could be a bit more subjective. Mm-hmm. You know, like. <laughs> so I, I wasn't sure I was going to make it this morning. About one a.m., my daughter comes down. Who and and the the reason I go there is is the subjective pain doubled over in pain. Oh, I can't take it. And she has a flair for the dramatic. And she's telling me, I have a pain on my lower right side. How bad is it? It's horrible. Yeah. I can't walk. And I'm like, oh, shoot. I almost said. Oh, you're what close. are the words you allowed to say? Are you that was, to say that's not F one of them. No, no, no. It's like the Carlin seven dirty, dirty words are essentially what you can't say Even right now. Even if you're referring to your children when I they're believe, real pain? I don't think okay. they make an exception. So, okay. Anyway. So I'm like, oh man, I, I'm gonna. She's got appendicitis. I'm gonna take her. I'm oh, gonna have yeah. to take her to the emergency room. Blah blah blah. I call. And so I call the doctors' exchange as we're talking, asking all the questions, and she's hearing that she may have to go to the hospital. All of a sudden, the pain gets so much better so quickly, <laughs> goes right to sleep. <laughs> um, so you know, they, they, but but at first she's like doubled over in pain. So yeah, pain can be very subjective. Oh yeah. I, I tend, I think she gets that from me. My <laughs> wife has a very high pain threshold. I do not. You don't, you, you buckle under pretty easy, do you? Well, you know, it's, I, I you know, yeah. 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 I don't, I don't tolerate pain well. Yeah. Uh, or Andy, cold. Andy Crouppen uh, with us here in studio, Brown and Crouppen, presenting sponsor of TMA and uh, Andy uh, joining us in studio, talking it over. This Disneyland thing has really activated people. I didn't realize this was such a passionate uh, topic. Disneyland 
uh, is like the JV version of Six Flags St. Louis. The fattest thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> oh my! Was some wife beater wearing whale quenching his thirst with the liquid discharge from an air conditioning unit oh. attached to the ticket office. Oh. That's some little Tommy Tribbins, Doug. Like the stuff was dripping off the air conditioning. <laughs> he was drinking that. Well, when you get thirsty, Doug, we can get desperate. I guess. <laughs> Oh, God. And I've lost oh. a lot of weight since then. <laughs> <laughs> since that day. Plowhawk, uh, where, uh, where is the heaviest place you've seen? I mean, you've done a lot of Six Flagsing. You have been Disney World. Um, man. <clears throat> float trip, you see a lot of the no. chubbies? I, th- I, I, I am 100% on the float trip. The float uh, trip's the winner. Yeah, so in terms of per capita, you know, so there's obviously, like, at Six Flags, there's... Certain sacks to where, you know, it's certainly a lot bigger. Ne- mm-hmm. Near any turkey stand, you're talking at least 5 to 15-pound <laughs> uptick yeah, per mm-hmm. person. But float trip, man, they get me every time. And I love people that just want to wear what they, you know, feel comfortable in wearing oh. and let it all hang out. Ah. I'm all for it, free spirit. But it is eye-popping. Mm-hmm. What you see out there on the Black mm, West River. on Saturday when they have the free giveaways and all the kiosk. God, yeah, that's a Cardinal Games, a 400 level. You think a NASCAR event would have a heavy set crowd? I don't know. I don't think so. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do. Yeah. Man, yeah. I guess. Well, it's America. I feel like everywhere is is. Yeah, heavy you can't set. go we anywhere. Are a, yeah. a heavy nation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that should be. <laughs> Tipping the earth. We are a heavy yeah. nation. Even you go to Bush Stadium, you'll see plenty. Oh, I told you, the 400 levels? Holy moly. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Bojangle says Holiday World is no contest. Doug, Holiday World. Now, where is, is that? Is that a campground Is or that something? in Santa Claus, Indiana? I think it's an amusement park in oh, Santa Claus, right Indiana. That's that accurate. Okay. Um, all right. Yeah. There's also a big water park there. Looks pretty you greasy. Know, so this oh, activated people more than, than getting... Uh, Iggy's DNA. I mean, I, I was very I didn't, disappointed. I didn't, so, so what's going on with? It? I don't even know what's yeah, going well, on. I don't I, I, I've been vacationing, so I don't know. Is there something new with it? It'll, no, be, just, it'll be ready no, in four I think weeks. Oh, okay, I, I think the queue and it's takes people are just two cheap. To four weeks, oh, oh wait, weeks. you got the money. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yes, he did. Oh, I didn't see that. Oh, thank God. I thought people were too cheap and the money didn't come. Oh, we, we raised the money. We did. We just oh, my we're, we're God. two weeks in, Jackson. Is that about right? Right? We, we, uh, oh, God. this is exciting. I was getting ready to give everybody an earful of how cheap they were. <laughs> yeah. Well, I wouldn't call them cheap. I mean, I don't know who would want to spend money to see if I got kids running around anywhere. Uh, <laughs> well, I, I well as it turns out, a number of people did <laughs> yes, because they we raised do. the money. Oh, wow. This is exciting. Not really. <laughs> so we're four weeks out from getting the test results back. Is that correct? Yes, that's all right. The t- I got wow. a text over the weekend. Oh, really? And what did oh. it say? Uh, Kenneth's DNA is in the queue. And uh, oh, you're, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's talking. You sorry. can't hear if you don't have the headphones. Yeah, Kenneth's DNA is being extracted. I got that. Oh, Saturday. dog, extracted. That sounds, sounds gross. The results yeah. should be ready in two to four weeks. How about oh, that? Oh, could be two weeks. Wow, 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 Have wow. you thought about how you're going to reveal this? Iggy, uh, what is your comfort level on the reveal? It depends what it says. Right. I mean, if it's family stuff. <clears throat> I mean, if it's you have relatives in other countries, you have a, there's a boy 38 years old who matched your DNA in Indiana and Bermuda and Jamaica, whatever. <laughs> but if it says anything about my family, like your mother's great great brother or something like that <clears throat> i don't want great great really brother is there such a thing as a great great brother <laughs> <laughs> i don't think i want to release any family secrets so yeah, that's the thing so like if we were to do it live on the air then you could have that and then you would have a 
a situation. So you would like to read it first, and then oh, yeah, okay. I mean, and if then, it says if it says that uh, your your mother and father's DNA does not match you, it's a zero percent chance. Then that means they're not my mom and dad. I'm not going to reveal that on this. Not going to happen. But I'm not going to reveal that on the air. That's nobody's business. Understandable. No, you'll know if I have any kids out there. There you go, Doug. It's, this is just going to be if you have kids. Well, what else would you want? I, everything, really. <laughs> well, there's also interesting things. Like it'll say things like, "You are likely to have straight, lighter colored hair." I mean, there are interesting things about it that you know you're likely to have a lower caffeine tolerance or excess saliva production. Oh, is that right? I didn't know. Yeah, that I mean, was there, in there. are yeah, interesting things where, like, oh my yeah. God, I do have that. So, so while it may, the interest is not in the thing itself. It's that it's able to predict things about your body that are just interesting that it's able to do that. I'll let Jackson figure out what he wants to say. I don't really care. No, <laughs> now it's open again. As long as your parents are legit, now that's all you care about. Now it's, now it's, so yeah, we'll have that uh, in the next two to four weeks. Wow. How about that? There's not going to be any question about your parents. You look just like your brothers and sisters, Right. I've seen pictures yeah, that you've posted. You look all oh, alike. That's... No, I don't know. My sister's adopted. We all kind of look alike. You yeah. never know. I've got three sons. They don't even look like neighbors. Right. <laughs> yeah. I've got completely different body types and hair colors. And everything. Isn't that what, weird? What the hell? Like, you ever see some families how, I mean, they all look identical. Yeah, yeah. So much alike. And then mm-hmm. some don't really have that much resemblance. Yeah. No, I sound just like my father. I used to take my dad's phone calls on Monday night football. Oh, really? He'd be late at Charco House, and he'd say, okay, take over the phones tonight. And I would just, hey, babe, what do you need? I sound just <laughs> like my dad. I took the bets. That's awesome. Well, now that would be illegal, right? Yeah, statute Probably. of limitations. Oh, <laughs> okay. Let's not try to get him in trouble. <laughs> no, he may have kids out there he's got to support. <laughs> oh, that's a good point. Wow, this is really, really exciting. Uh, what are we going to raise money for next? Doug, what do you want to do next? Pay off the child support, I yeah, guess. Yeah, I guess that's probably the next <laughs> thing. <laughs> okay. Okay. Right. Cause, support, cause and effect. Or maybe they're, you know, very successful and they can take care of me. Oh. Imagine. Oh, yeah, get him and uh, Gatesworth. Yeah. Bill Gates is your son. Who who would have <laughs> known? Yeah. Some tech millionaire, billionaire. Mm-hmm. He pulls up in a Bentley next week. <laughs> <laughs> the joke's on us. That'd be great. That's exciting. Yeah, so it's coming in the next two to four weeks. How about okay. that? No, we'll have you in. You and Ed will have to be here for the uh, the read of the results. Oh, wow. Both yeah. of us, I huh? think so. Wow, you, you a lot of feel, people think we, it's done with passion. mirrors. We're the same person. <laughs> yeah, you both feel passionate about it, so we'll have that uh, coming your way in the next two to four weeks. Andy Crouppen with us here on TMA. It is presented to you by Brown and Crouppen. We'll close out the Munganess St. Louis Acura, Munganess Burkhardt, Alton Toyota, 7 o'clock. All right, Andy, as always, thank you so much for coming in. Oh, thanks for having me. There it is. This is the morning after presented to you by Brown and Crouppen.